and welcome to the Nashville Daily Podcast. I'm Stuart Deming. And I'm Aaron Pennington. The Music City Grand Prix ended with a little weather delay, but one rioter shattered a record coming out of the storm. Sunday's storm, however, did seem problematic for one major building under construction in Gallatin. And grab your boots and cowboy hats. It's time for the long-awaited Tennessee State Fair. We'll talk about all of this and more on National Daily. Here at Nashville Daily, you already know every day of the week, morning and night, we're thinking at Nashville. If you are also thinking Nashville, then make sure that you are thinking Brad. And of course, we're talking about Brad Reynolds. He's a Nashville-based realtor closing in on $200 million in sales. He knows Nashville real estate like nobody else. And we're planning a little fun competition uh, to, to see if he really does. He, he knows this stuff and we're excited to kind of test that in a little trivia uh, in a, in an upcoming uh, video, but it's going to be pretty fun guys. He Brad knows Nashville and uh, it's, it's going to be very fun to, uh, to, to see how much he knows. Uh, you can reach out to Brad at thinkbrad.com. Subscribe to his YouTube channel. You can see his vast knowledge of Nashville on his YouTube channel. Think Brad and follow him on Instagram at Brad underscore Reynolds underscore Nashville. And we've got some exciting stuff coming up in partnership with Brad soon. So if you want to get a hold of him, you can text or call him the number on the screen. Six one five. Eight five six. Eight five six. I'm doing the three two seven zero. The uh the monotone monotone harmonies. I'm gonna start a start a band called the Monotones. That's probably already been a thing. Probably <laughs> it probably is. It Nashville. probably is already a thing. All right. So the Music City Grand Prix happened over the weekend, and they we had an entire episode dedicated to what was happening for the weekend of the Music City Grand Prix. They did water sports. They did truck racing. They did racing. And they did concerts and a lot concerts. of fireworks. I was yeah. able to see oh, that's their first fireworks show. Oh, I was coming awesome. back from a national SC game. Yeah. And the fireworks were lighting up the sky. It was like a 20, 25 minute show. Wow. It was pretty impressive. They also had the helicopter shows. Like they, they went all out this weekend. <laughs> they did. But you know what also went all out? Uh, the storms. The, yeah. The weather was awful on it was, Sunday. It was a rough experience. I, I think we had close to, can't remember from, from, uh, from what I heard, uh, we had like an inch of rain, of, of rain in that small storm on Sunday which was, was pretty quick, uh, came in at about one o'clock on Sunday because the Grand Prix was supposed to start at like two, two, two thirty, And, uh, the storm, uh, hit pretty hard thunder, lightning, almost instantly, uh, and heavy rains. And they had to evacuate the grandstands. According to news channel five, a shelter in place order, uh, was, was put into effect. Uh, it was lifted in just two hours. Uh, the music city grand prix, uh, announced it's adjusted schedule by 4 PM <laughs> and they said it's going to start at four Oh five. So they made that announcement pretty quick. Um, and because it, and it's very interesting because that is broadcast nationwide. And so, uh, everything has to be coordinated really well. So they, they seems like they handled that uh, really, really well, but it, it sucked. Everybody had to evacuate. Where do you into, put all those people? Uh, so what, from what I heard, 
hotels and Nissan stadium were the places to go yeah. for, for that, which was, uh, you know, that's a lot of people to move around that, yes. that quickly, especially with uh, all of the lightning in the sky. Yeah. So that was, that was some of the main concern, especially before the rain hit, they were issuing that because of lightning. Um, but the, the race happened. I watched a little bit of it. It looked really good. Yeah. Uh, Nashville really looks good on broadcast television. It does. And so uh, we need more it, events. If you're listening to this. Yeah, we do. And, uh, looked so good in the world cup stage. <laughs> there you go. Um, but we, we had a winner come out of the uh, second annual music city grand prix and it was Scott Dixon. Um, and according to, uh, uh, NB or news channel four, uh, Scott Dixon won the Music City Grand Prix for his 53rd IndyCar win on Sunday. That's impressive. Uh, that's that's amazing. That's impressive. Uh, so this uh, brought him a record. Uh, the the victory pushes Dixon ahead of Mario uh, Andretti for the second most wins in series history. Uh, so that was a pretty uh, pretty good career win right there for Scott Dixon. And, uh, it was just, it was a cool experience overall, even, uh, not being, uh, there in the, the grand prix area, I could still hear the cars. That's cool. A lot from where I was. Um, and so it was pretty cool to, to hear them. And even afterwards that uh, we, we talked about, there was that truck rally thing that was going to happen afterwards. Mm -hmm. And, uh, you could hear was those trucks from was, miles was away. That louder than the grand prix. Uh, I think it was okay. <laughs> Uh, but it was, it was a cool experience nonetheless to have that in Nashville. So last week was the primaries on August 4th and part of the primaries with the 10 page ballot, which was insane. Yeah. So many people that I have no idea. I'm like, I don't know who that person is. And I'm, I have no idea what district that is. And I know Nashville very well, but except for voting districts, I don't know those very well. Uh, but there was four amendments for the primaries last week and all four of those amendments or for the uh, charter amendments were passed last week. Yes. Uh, so a quick article from the Nashville post. Yeah. So one of the amendments, which is probably the most significant besides T dot becoming its own or uh, uh, N dot. N -dot. Yeah. T dot has <laughs> been an entity for a long time. Yeah. Besides, besides N dot becoming its own entity is the uh, charter amendment that makes it harder actually for citizens to petition for an amendment. Yeah. Uh, so the, the amendment, according to the national post, uh, Davidson County voters overwhelmingly voted last week to ratify four amendments to the Metro charter. The amendment that garnered the most attention in the run-up to the vote amendment one makes it more difficult to amend the charter by citizens petition. Although it was very easy to add that amendment, but that was not by a citizen petition. Uh, specifically, the amendment requires those seeking the change, seeking to change the charter uh, to gather signatures from 10% of registered Davidson County voters, a significantly higher number than previously uh, than the previous threshold. I think it was 5% or 6%. I, last honestly, time. I can't remember what it was. 10% of the number of voters who cast ballots in the most recent election. So that was, it's, 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 it changed from 10% of the people who cast ballots to 10% of registered Davidson County voters. Just so that could the increase amendment. the yeah. number by tenfold yeah. of what you have to get. Uh, the amendment followed repeated pushes by anti-tax activists to undo a property tax increase via charter amendment. We do have 
uh, old podcast episodes where we talked about this very heavily when the process was going on. Uh, if you want to dig in the archives, this is way even before this was, uh, uh this was July or June of 2020. And then I we started, so. we started the 34% property tax increase July 1st of 2020. So you have to go back two years yeah, so into the archives. Have fun with that. Yeah. They're audio <laughs> episodes. So you will not see our beautiful faces. And another thing that happened over the weekend is there was a, a courthouse that's under construction in Sumner County. And the roof of the building was on fire. Uh, yeah, this was this was pretty major. So the roof, was, the roof, <laughs> the roof is on fire. The uh, yeah, they were definitely not doing that on the scene. <laughs> no, I uh, I really want to find the uh, Fox 17 video so we can watch it real quick. Yeah. So this uh, was during the Sunday storm that also I believe delayed the Music City Grand Prix. Uh, but the Sumner County Courthouse, Sumner, Sumner County Courthouse in Gallatin, uh, started. Uh, the fire started about 8 p.m., so maybe it was a different storm, but still same day. Uh, and the courthouse is still under construction. It's in their downtown square. Uh, so, uh, supposedly, what had happened is a lightning strike, uh, according to witnesses, uh, was near the area. I don't know if anybody saw it directly hit. Um, but witnesses reported seeing lightning before the fire started. Uh, so that's kind of what they're looking into right now, but they had a large load of roofing materials on the building because of the phase of the project that they were in. That's according to Gallatin fire chief, Jeff Beeman. Um, but the, the Gallatin courthouse caught fire. It looked like it only uh, affected the roof, uh, um, primarily the roof. but it took the roof <laughs> the roof is on fire but the article said it took uh multiple agencies and it uh approximately 55 fire personnel to put this out uh, so, so th still pretty is, major so this is drone footage in sumner county and you can see the fire on top of the courthouse this is I coming mean, from yeah. fox 17 yeah still pretty big yeah so that's a just imagine the insurance headache with this Oh gosh. I'm glad I, I don't have to deal with it. Yeah. So that's, uh, that's still, it's pretty big. I'm, uh, I'm hoping the drone gets closer. Is it going to get closer? Yeah. Let's, uh, yeah. let's fast forward it a little bit. Okay. I guess maybe it, yeah, it's not getting too close. Okay. So it's staying, it's okay. staying at a uh, There's, healthy uh, distance away on the Fox 17 article, <laughs> which we'll link in the show notes. Uh, there are photos of some of the damage and everything as well. Yes. Uh, all right. Let's talk about some local food here in Nashville. I went to a place that's on our uh, list of hidden gems from our YouTube channel explore.nash if you are not subscribed we put out a video uh a, a good bit ago about some hidden gems in nashville and uh this w restaurant is called blue moon waterfront grill and it is one of the only restaurants that sits on water from the cumberland river as of now as of now as of now um and it's the only place where you can enjoy a good steak on the Cumberland River. That's what I had. I had. Yeah. As of now, that's. Yeah. Besides, like, unless you go up to Hendersonville or Gallatin. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but uh, I, I had a fantastic steak there um, and they served it with some nice herb butter and it was absolutely fantastic. I, I didn't think that they would have steak, but when I got there and saw the menu and I saw steak, uh, I was like, yes, please. Uh, and it was fantastic. I, I really enjoyed it. Um, and I went during the sunset hours Ooh. purposefully. It wasn't that every table was taken, but it okay. wasn't that busy. Okay. Uh, so yeah. it's still, it's still a nice hidden gem. 
to where uh, you won't have a major line there. And this was on a Friday evening as well. Okay. So places where usually Nashville super packed. Yeah. Uh, but this, this what we were able to, to walk right in and sit right down uh, going into the sunset hours right before. So it was fantastic. Was it Friday or Saturday night where the sky was like absolutely pink? It was, it was pretty good on Friday night. Okay. Cause yeah. I, I saw photos of, I think it was in Dixon County over a bridge in Dixon County of how like the, the clouds were just like this absolute incredible pink, like incredible sunset. So yeah, it, it, it could have been Friday night. It was, it was great. And then I also saw the cruise ship that goes down the Mississippi. Oh, uh, that seven day Voyager thing. The one that got stuck, the one that got stuck in the sandbar. Yes. Yeah. We saw that one. So that was really fun. That's a Uh, big ship. It was dude. It was massive. (laughs) You're just like, I was like, where in the world did that ship come? Yeah. Like that's a giant cruise (laughs) ship going across right now. So that was a pretty cool timing uh, thing to see. So if you want to check out, uh, uh, blue moon waterfront grill, check out our video on our YouTube channel, explore.nash search for top hidden gems in Nashville. We have two videos. So it's part one of that. So I'd recommend checking it out to see what the setting is like. All right, let's head over to explorers national tip of the day. For Explorers Nashville tip of the day, it's a great day to be indoors and shop and eat. And one of the coolest places is L&L Market, which is located off of Charlotte Pike in West Nashville. This building was built in 1929, and it used to manufacture socks. Who would have thought? <laughs> Who would have thought? That's, yeah, that's that's uh, uh, unfo- that's that's not uncommon for some of the factories yeah, here big, in Nashville. Factories. Uh-huh. Speaking of factories, I passed the Kroger factory, the one with all the automations uh, oh. that we talked about about two weeks ago. Yeah, it's actually located like pretty close to us. Oh, that's uh, where funny. We, where, where our studio is. And I was Interesting. like, oh, there's that Kroger factory. Oh, there's that. Yeah. Are they the that. ones, could they deliver here? Yes. Are they, they, are they here? Oh, that's nice. They literally have a parking lot full of vans. Just oh. Ford Transits. Ford tra- okay. Converted for Kroger. Okay. Nice. So, but let's get back to L&L Market. Uh, there's a lot to do in L&L Market. There's Bold Patriot Brewing Company, which they, they do histo- historic like trivia nights. And they that's do, cool. They do like history nights on Monday nights. There's five daughters bakery if you're looking for some donuts there's oh. honest coffee roasters yes there's a penne pasta uh, which is a pasta place there's a spice store inside of there there's I've been also there. a great. taco store uh that's just from the eating portion and they have like a gourmet also, popcorn place at least uh, they did at one point let me see if it's still on their list but <laughs> they, they may not uh, have it anymore they have amelia's the flower truck oh gracie's um, milkshake bar is there too oh yeah gracie's milkshake uh, Imago Dei made in Tennessee. That's a great store. If you're yes. looking for some Tennessee projects, the barefoot cottage, um, what is the barefoot cottage? It's a fashionable home decor store. That's why I haven't been there. That's I'm, I'm barefoot a lot, <laughs> but I have not been to the barefoot cottage. Yeah. And then there's also specialty stores. So there's a bunch to do. Uh, there's the collective six one five. It's a flexible workspace. Uh, there, there's so many things to do at wow. L&L Market. They, it's, they've it's really truly, expanded their lineup. Yeah, it's truly one of like the best places on Charlotte Pike. There you go. All right, and so go check it out the out the L&L Market on Charlotte Pike. They have uh, a limited free parking. <laughs> that is Explorers Nashville tip of the day.
Well, it's that time of the year where the fairs are happening all throughout Middle Tennessee. Uh, last weekend, and I think it's still happening now, was the Will- Williamson County State or Williamson County Fair, not State. Yeah, yeah. Here in a minute, we'll be talking about the Wilson County Fair slash the Tennessee State Fair. We'll talk about that here in a second. But if you're looking to get clean up before you go to this fair, you need to head to Bowtie Barber Club, which is located in Donaldson, Tennessee. They do. So it's on your way trimmings. out. It's on your way there. That's true. So That's you're, true. you're headed east to, to Lebanon anyway. Yeah, you could just take Lebanon Pike the entire way. <laughs> you could. Yeah. Uh, but they offer beard shavings. They offer trimmings. They offer the works. Uh, you can even get your nose and ears waxed, and they also do your eyebrows as well. So th- they have a lot of options for you. So if you're looking to go to the Tennessee State Cl- Tennessee State Fair cleaned up, visit BowtieBarberClub.com. All right. So uh, this is, and I've I've looked and and made sure that this is accurate. This the Wilson County State Fair slash Tennessee State Fair. Uh, also in our archives, if you want to make sure that you understand what that collaboration has been about. For, but this is the second year, correct? Second year of the Wilson County Slip Fair slash, slash Tennessee, Tennessee State, State Fair. Fair. Yes. Yeah, there's so, a lot of controversy behind it because <laughs> initially the fairgrounds were built to host the Tennessee State Fair. And they then they kind of had a up, contract with it. And, and then they kind of moved. They kind of they moved <laughs> out of Davidson County to Wilson County because yes, Wilson SC. County was open. Yeah. And Nashville SC. Yeah. And Nashville was moving SC in. was moving in. So there's just a lot of uh, back and forth with that one. If you want to learn more about that history, we have that in our archives. Yeah. Um, but I wanted to make sure that this was accurate because you, you know, you always hear uh, things like, yeah, this is one of the top fairs in the country, all that stuff, but we always want to be the best. That's uh, true. So, so you got to make true. sure that these statements are accurate. And indeed uh, these are accurate. And in a lot of the top list of, of uh, best fairs in the country, the Wilson County fair is listed and named in that. So it truly is one of the best fair experiences that you can have in the country is right here in our own backyard, just a couple miles east of Nashville, the Wilson County Fair slash Tennessee State Fair. And today we're going to tell you all about it. Well, this is the year of hay. So on their on their on their website, this is the year <laughs> of hay. Year of hay. I love that. I love that. So I hope the hair the hay uh, is good this year. There you go. So if you're watching, we're going to show you a little uh, a video that's on their website while we talk about the ticket prices. Uh, so here's their, their video, which kind of, this will, this will show some of the highlights there. Uh, and you're probably wondering the first thing, when is this happening? Uh, because you want to make your plans for this. This is happening. August 18th is the first day for this. I believe that is a Thursday. Um, and then it goes all the way through that next Sunday, Saturday or Sunday, August 27th. I can't remember what day of the week that is. Um, and, uh, but, but this is not necessarily a daytime activity for the weekdays. 5 PM is the opening for Monday through Friday days. Saturdays begin at 10 AM. So it is daytime for the weekend Sundays. It starts at noon, which I think is actually fairly late. Yeah. But a lot of people are going to church and then they'll come in. That's true. Uh, and a lot of people who probably volunteer are also volunteering at a church and have to come in. So they got to make it work somehow. Oh, look at those pigs. Uh, uh, Everything, the rides close around 12 or 1 on the weekends, earlier during the week. Buildings and uh, exhibits close around 10 p.m. There are no refunds or rain checks. Events are subject to the condition of nature. Prices, adults are $12. 
a lot of ticket packages for rides uh, as well, which we'll talk about here in a bit. Uh, children, six to 12, $6. This is a great video. I love this video. Yeah, this video did a fantastic. good job at this. Oh, there's oh, pigs, pigs running. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, five and under is free. Uh, you can get a season ticket. If you uh, plan on going for a couple days, it's $45 that gets you gate admission only. And that gets you 10 days. So season passes, not all of the days. It gets you 10 days. You have to purchase this online. All right. Great video. Um, you can purchase at the fair office or any of the following banks, uh, the Lebanon branch of bank, Tennessee, the, the Lebanon branch of F and M bank, first Tennessee bank in Wilson County or any Wilson bank and trust location. That's where you can get those season tickets. Kind of reminds me of how you can get like uh, six flags tickets at like Kroger or something. Yeah. Uh, did you talk about the mega ticket yet? No. All right. So the oh, mega, mega ticket, mega ticket. Uh, it's $30 includes gate admission and a ride armband wow. Must be purchase online or at the fair offices or any of the following banks. So Tennessee, all the yeah, banks so, that you just mentioned. So this is for one day. Yep. $30 gate admission and a ride armband, which basically allows you to do pretty much and then there's, any of the rides. Then there's the opening day special. This is strictly on August 18th. Ooh, price very nice. admission and just $1 per ride. Okay. Uh, must purchase a ten dollars sheet of ride tickets not available online. Mm. So six dollars a ticket, and children five and under free. There you go. Okay. So the unlimited ride wristband is twenty five dollars, or individual ride tickets can be pur- purchased for a dollar each. With the exception, the Euro slide tickets are not included with uh, anything because it's five dollars a ride. Yeah, you need uh, to pay extra for that slide. Yeah, so you'll save if you buy that uh, mega ticket. You'll save about seven dollars. Just not if, bad. If you plan on getting an adult ticket and a ride armband, uh, so that's not too bad. Save seven bucks. You can buy one fried Oreo for uh, for that. Maybe maybe two. I, I'm gonna go out on the limb and say three. Okay, for three. seven dollars, three fried Oreos or a stick of fried butter. There you go. Have I, you had uh, a stick of fried butter? Uh, no. It's a lot. Kind of, kind of, kind of terrified what it would do to my body. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> it may it may do interesting things. Now yeah. let, let's talk about some of the rides. There is a lot of rides. So that twenty five dollar armband. I'm gonna put you your I'm gonna put your rides, yep. computer on the screen so we can uh, see along with this. All right, so we're gonna just gonna scroll down on this page. Uh, you have ride your ride specials, so for the different days, the different prices, and now you have some of your kitty rides. So you, the big track there, there's no photo associated with that one. Black Ops makes sense. It's Black Ops, like probably like a spy type thing. So there's no photo for that as well. All right, so now let's go scroll down. You also have major rides. So you have the Century Wheel or Ferris Wheel. You have bumper cars which I, I don't understand the difference between Euro bumper cars and regular bumper cars. <laughs> I don't um, know. The, the photo's not there for Euro bumper cars, so we'll, we'll never know now unless you have, we go there. You have the spectacular rides, so the fireball. It's like a roller coaster that goes just in a giant circle. There's uh, the tornado, the fireball, uh, Pharaoh's Fury, the zipper, Surf City, uh, and then oh, so there's a category called super spectacular rides. So there's the giant wheel. So I guess they have two Ferris wheels. Uh, the Euro slide galaxy is like a little roller coaster. You have speed stinger, uh, and then you have air race. Ooh, very so, nice. The so Indy fun. 500 as well is in there. So oh, that is fun. A lot of, a lot of rides. So make sure to check out their ride page for more rides. Now, uh, a, a lot of 
people will go not just for the rides, not just for the fried butter, but for the action. And when we say action, we mean action. We mean action with tractor pulls and demolition derbies. Yeah, so the tractor pull is happening on August 21st. Time, time, uh, August 21st. The time of the show is 3 p.m. Uh, and if you've never been to a tractor pull, it, it is a fun experience. Uh, they have basically antique tractors that are pulling up to 5,000 pounds. And when the tractor is pulling that much weight, the tractor gains some air. And then all of a sudden, <laughs> the tractor's on two wheels, and it's like a scene from Cars. Uh, and then you also have your general tractor pull. So they're going to be pulling things up to 7,500 pounds, Jeez. which is insane. Uh, but the big, big events are the demolition derbies, and they have multiple days for the demolition derby. Uh, they have the August 26th demolition derbies. Uh, start time is at 7 p.m., and then they also have August 27th start time, 7 p.m., and all of these demolition derbies are uh, cars 1980 and up. Uh, and then pre-run cars. I'm not sure what that means, uh, <laughs> but demolition derby is a fun experience uh, in my past, not life, but in my, <laughs> in my past, uh, you're, you're before I, Tennessee, before Tennessee, yeah, yeah. my Pennsylvania, New York days. Uh, I grew up watching demolition derbies every year. Uh, just a fun experience and just seeing all of these cars hit each other and then they catch on fire and then there's clowns that uh, eliminate the fires. <laughs> it, it's just, it's just a fun experience. I would highly recommend it if you've never been. So they also have that they're, they get really fun. A mini car derby. Um, so, so this, this is like punch buggies and stuff. Yeah. So yeah. this is, this is really cool to see basically just a miniature version of this. Are the clowns going to be miniature too? I don't know. Maybe. I don't know. Um, but the, this is the one I have never seen. Uh, this one sounds awesome. This is the lawnmower demolition. Derby. I mean, that's just as, as good as it can get right there. Yeah. Like if you have a John Deere or a Toro, which one's going to win? Yeah. Just don't know. <laughs> uh, my yeah, the, on the, the ultimate test of backyard ingenuity comes out in the lawnmower demolition derby. All right, so they have an area called Fiddler's Grove, and this is a really cool area. So this we're is gonna... literally the exact opposite of demolition. Yeah, this, this is not. This is an area where <laughs> you get to go back in time and you get to see what it was like to live in a one-room log cabin uh, and a small quaint church. So they're going to take you back to the 1700s, and basically they have a blacksmith on the property. They have musicians there. They have cannons and everything there. So it's kind of like going back in history. So the, you're not going to see the lawnmowers there because everything's <laughs> going to be done by hand or ox. They have uh, looks like a cobbler shop, a grist mill, a funeral home, sheriff's office, sheriff's office jail, drugstore, post office, Hardware store, barber shop, bowtiebarberclub.com, yep. uh, service station, radio station, sawmill, and so much more. And you'll, you'll find a telephone museum. <laughs> An electric museum. And Century Farm Museum. There you go. So uh, looks like you can uh, just kind of transport back in time there in that Fiddler's Grove area. And uh, so once you experience the demolition derby and get a great high from that, go ahead over to Fiddler's Grove and... That's where you can relax and let your heart rate go back down. Yeah. So that's a good place to relax. Uh, <laughs> other places to relax. There's six different venues for 
uh, live music. And the one that we're going to highlight right now is the Opry stage in Fiddler's Grove. So you, while you're looking at all the antiques, you could just listen, listen to some Opry stage music. There you go. <laughs> Seems that that'll fit hand in hand for sure. Um, but a lot of performers here, I don't know if I've, I've heard of any of these performers, but, uh, it's, uh, I think kind of in partnership with WSM radio with this Opry stage, uh, and they have a lot of sponsors as well for this, but guaranteed to hear some great acts here in this. They have, uh, shows for Thursday night, Friday night, Saturday night, Sunday night. So every single night of this uh, they will have some great acts on the Opry stage. And uh, if, if you want to see more entertainment as well, they have, I think, six or seven different stages, like Stuart said, yeah, six. Um, where you can watch shows throughout probably the entirety of this. It definitely wouldn't be a fair in Tennessee without a rich music presence. And, and that's what you have here in the fair. So comment below. What are you most excited for with the Wilson County slash Tennessee state fair? So much. We didn't mention it too. Yeah. We can talk about the animals or the food <laughs> or anything else. There's so many other options like deep fried Snickers. Oh, let's so say we got close to the deep fried Snickers, but we got close. A lot of livestock competitions, a, a lot of other stuff that we didn't get to that a lot of people love about the fair. So let us know what is your favorite part about the Wilson County slash Tennessee State Fair. If you haven't been, let us know if you plan on going. Thank you for listening to Nashville Daily. To learn more about today's episode, visit NashvilleDailyPodcast.com. And to stay connected, head to our Discord and you can find the link at NashvilleDailyPodcast.com slash connect. Nashville Daily is now offering tours. If you'd like to take a tour of downtown Nashville, head to the link in the show notes or find out more details at NashvilleDailyPodcast.com. Nashville Daily Podcast is an Explore.Nash production, copyright 2022.